Hello and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. I'm Trevor. And I'm Kristen. And we are going to geek out about Angel. Today's episode is season two, episode nine, The Trial. Woohoo! I love this episode. This so is much. a really good episode. And as it happens with a lot of the episodes that we like really like that are not directly related to Spike, I don't actually have like a ton to say. It's like a really yeah. good episode, but I don't have like a lot that I, I can actually, think of going in. I actually had an epiphany, ironically, considering this this the begin this story ends up with the episode Epiphany, but I had an yeah. epiphany watching this episode. Um which we'll get to when we get to the actual trial, like him fighting in the trial. But I, I sat back and was like, oh my God. Like, it doesn't break the episode for me. It doesn't break Angel for me. But it was something where I was just like, ew. Um, which <laughs> which we can talk to when, we'll talk about when we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cordy and Wes, uh, we open on... Oh, yeah. So, so for anybody following along with us or listening along and not following along... Um, this is the episode where it's revealed that Darla has the same illness she had when she was human and Angel fights for her life. Mm-hmm. Um, we open on Cordy and Wes annoyed that Angel's depressed. He barely says good morning and get me a glass of blood anymore. I know, he's just so distraught about... Don't say Darla. They hear a chugga-chugga sound and he comes out and he was doing laundry, which is hysterical it's so it's, funny it's so funny like the the stark contrast of angel to the like this entire season compared to right now when he comes out where he's just like i've just accepted and i forgot yeah. that he's lying to them so i was oh, just yeah. like oh look at you you big boy you put it behind you and then you get wrapped back in and then when gun comes in in the meantime there's nothing i can do but let go <laughs> i found darla it wasn't easy, but you said keep looking, and my wide range of knowledge of LA's low rent motels finally paid off. You lied to us. I did, I know. And Cordelia and Wes are like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I mean, it's like an angel special. They shouldn't be yeah. that surprised at this yeah. point. <laughs> I know. They should be used to it. Um, angel. And then Angel, I also put Angel apologizes for causing the grief. I was like, oh, that's sweet. And it's like, oh, it was all just bullshit. You're yeah. just like. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And uh, Cordelia is rightfully pissed. Um, And I love that she and Wes are standing their ground. I love that they're just like, what you're doing is wrong. This is everything Wolferman Hart wants. You absolute doofus. Like, stop falling into their trap. And that's the thing, too, is like, I don't know how much this ties into your epiphany later, but it's like everything he does, even in this episode, is so clearly like what Wolfram and Hart is trying to get him to do. I just like, and it's like, he's angel has many faults. He's not actually stupid, you know? And so it's sort of like, how are you not understanding how manipulated you are right now? And he has just no idea. (laughs) He can't comprehend it for some reason. It's so crazy. Um, and then we come to Darla putting on lipstick and Lindsay shows up. And uh, basically, this is where Holland and Lindsay tell her that she was ill. It's interesting because at the end of the episode, Lindsay obviously orchestrates her becoming a vampire. And I don't I don't fully think that's Wolfram and Hart. I think he used Wolfram and Hart's tool. I can't remember how it plays out, but I think he per- he personally made this happen. No, I- 
Because Holland is involved. Well, Holland's in that's so that's I'm bringing it up now because Holland's involved in the uh, in the telling like next week's stuff. Well, he's involved in telling Darla that she's sick, and the reason I'm bringing it up is it seems genuine when he's like we have a moral responsibility i'm like no you don't you fucking have no soul like you don't give a shit about telling her that she's sick i think they definitely i think definitely they want angel to turn her i think that's that's yes i i agree with that i think they do want angel to do it because they think it'll mess him up too bad or whatever but i think Okay, the thing is, is that everyone's being manipulated. Right, yeah. Lindsay is also being manipulated. And so the f- because Lindsay is like in love with Darla and Holland knows that, he knows that Lindsay is going to try to do anything right. to keep Darla around. And so like maybe Holland wasn't like... Ah, uh, yes, you'll definitely go and get that vampire and then they'll do that and it'll be whatever. Right. But uh, but Holland is for sure involved. No, so so yeah, yeah. Just to clarify, the 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 hierarchy of what I think is happening. Okay. Um, is that Holland is telling her that we have a moral responsibility to tell you that you're sick, and Lindsay doesn't buy it. Right? He's manipulating Lindsay and Darla in this moment, pretending yeah. like we care about you, and he doesn't. And then Lindsay goes and verifies. And Lindsay is being manipulated into telling Angel. Like, he's expect. Like yeah. Colin's playing 4D chess. Oh, he's like, for sure. I know yeah. Lindsay's going to tell Angel. I am hoping for Angel to turn Darla because that will fuck up Angel. That will yeah. give us two super powered vampires on our side. And he's like, and if that doesn't happen because Angel's too quote unquote good. I know that Lindsay will yeah. have her turned. And I don't think he gave the order, like, because I don't think Lindsay would. If Holland was like, turn her into a vampire, Lindsay would be like, no. Red flags. Why does Wolferman Hart want her right. as a vampire? So I think it's all 100% manipulated. And the reason I'm bringing it up now is Holland does such a great job of seeming like he's being genuine, where yeah. I even watching it was like, oh, wow, you have like a slice of humanity in yeah. you. And then I'm like, wait, no, you don't. No. Stop, Trevor. He's manipulating you. <laughs> There's like what's what's interesting to me is that I think Holland is playing 4D chess. Darla is playing regular chess. Angel is playing checkers. And Lindsay is playing like Candyland. He has no idea what's he's just like in love with Darla. And he's literally blinded to everything else except for that. Most manipulated out of all of them. More so than Angel. From all sides. And it doesn't stop. He gets so pathetic by the end of the season. It's ridiculous. It's it's bad. It's funny too, because later when we get to him. Angel showing up at Lindsay's house. Angel expects them to be manipulating him. So yeah. he's so shocked that Lindsay's like, come on in. Yeah, just come in. Which is, we'll get to that. It's one of yeah. my favorite things. Um, Darla at Wolfman Hart. Gun and Angel investigate the motel. Angel reveals that you can come into a motel apparently as a vampire. Yep. This is like the le- the legitimate. I think it was before, I think in season three, they showed it when uh, What's-His-Face came after uh Well, Faith. season two... Also, because that's how Angel is able to kill Jenny's uncle. Oh, right, is public because he was staying. But in a doesn't hotel. he inv- does? Doesn't he invite him in? No, 
No, he just comes in. Yeah. Oh. He, because I actually like, I, this is going to be an embarrassing story for me. I like posted on a Buffy forum one time and I was like, hey, um, this is weird, right? Is this like a goof or whatever? Because how should he be able to get in there? Because I was assuming it was an apartment and he was there yeah. like long term. And they were like, actually, it's a hotel. And I was like, well, fuck me then. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Never mind. They're all, what are you, stupid? <laughs> I mean, I had only watched the show like a handful of times at that point, but I was it yeah. was when the internet was still fresh. Yeah. <laughs> the internet was never fresh. It's well, always you know, been like a hellfire. Yeah, no. It I was know. newer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as trash as it is yeah. now. Um and then we go to France, seventeen or seventeen sixty five. And they mentioned Holtz, which is uh-huh. so fucking cool. Like to have this foresight of where they're gonna go. Because he's a season three guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's okay. like all season three. Um, I, I, think I remember not liking him. I I like him. I, the problem I have with Holtz, and we'll get in, I don't want to spoil too much, is the lack of growth. Like the way they okay. end his story, I'm like, I feel like there should have been a turning point and they just did the Avatar villain with him where it was just like, oh, no, gosh. he's just a bad guy. And it's like, yeah. Give me stuff. I know Angel fucked his uh, fucked up his whole family and everything, but like, there's there's gray guys. We can yeah. we can bounce around. It doesn't have to be this black and white. Like, it's, right. it w- the ending of it is what pissed me off the most. I liked the story they told, but I didn't like how they ended his specific story. The back half of season three and then like the majority of season four are very hazy in my mind. Yeah. Like, I only remember like parts of it. So okay, yeah, I I and I don't like Holtz. I stand by that. Yeah, you're <laughs> like never mind. Um. And so uh, Angel, Darla's basically talking to this vampire, trying to convince him to turn her. Uh, he's, he's really, lo- really uh, horrible. He's a, he's a doofus. I <laughs> love that he's just like eternity with a partner is like really weird, you loser. Big like commitment. he's just, yeah, he's like not into it at all. Isn't it true that some vampires choose a mortal, someone they can sire, someone who too can walk those lonely nights? Hunting with them, feeding with them, joining with them. <laughs> no, that would be weird. Weird? It's mythic. <laughs> no, you've been reading too much Anne Rice, lady. You got no idea how this thing works. Um, and then Angel kills him. And she's like, don't worry, he's stupid. I always pick the stupid ones, yeah. which is pretty funny. I do love, too, the, like, um, when he says something about how she wants to get turned by some idiot in like an alley or whatever and she just is like well it was good enough for you (laughs) yeah it's just so good such a fantastic like burn perfect yeah um and then we go back to france and angel's ready to take on holtz and his men and die in a blaze of glory and she's like absolutely not no dude knocks him out and runs away i love it so much she's like i love you but you're an idiot um which is also funny on the heels of i i pick the stupid ones yeah um angel comes back with darla tells cordy and west that uh she's dying and i do love that angel's like you're not a prisoner he leaves and cordy west are like you're very you much are prisoner. A pr- i will a hard cordy, cordy's like i will knock you the fuck out like yeah. don't even try anything i do want to uh, go back a minute to the scene with angel and Lindsay because I... that's actually the next scene angel oh is it in on Lindsay. yeah yeah oh my bad i thought we already no did it's that. good yeah no okay. go ahead but i was just saying i think it's actually like obviously he's super desperado for her i do find it kind of charming and endearing because i do i think it's very interesting that he 
he also thought because he's not he, I did say he was playing Candyland, but he's not fully stupid. So yeah. it's like he did have the wherewithal to be like, I think Wolfram and Hart is probably lying about these medical records, too. So he got a third, like a second, third, fourth opinion and then his personal doctor. And I was just like, wow, right. That is like a lot of trips to Quest Diagnostics just yeah. to like double check <laughs> that so Darla has tertiary well, it's, syphilis. It's funny. It does go back to Candyland though because it's like he's thinking they're lying about her disease to yeah. manipulate him. And I'm like, no, they brought her back sick on purpose. Potentially, as, sure. As yeah. Potentially as like the default, like we're going to have her fuck with Angel. Yeah. And then at the end of that, we're going to reveal that she has the sickness. He's all like, they're they're faking the thing. I'm like, no, no, no. It's 4D, buddy. Like they yeah. have thought of everything. <laughs> you you are playing well, in the big leagues that you can't, that you're not prepared for. That's the thing too, is like, even if they didn't know she was going to come back with syphilis, I think the fact that they are able to pivot that to their use is even more impressive. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, potentially, yes, they did know, and this was their plan all along, but even if it wasn't, the fact that they're able to just, like, turn into the skid and be like, hell yeah, we're doing this now, I think is really, really interesting. Yeah, Wolfram and Hart is fascinating. Um, This is, but yeah, this is where Angel busts in, and Lindsay, he's like, I may not be able to come in, and Lindsay's like, wipe your feet. Wipe your feet. (laughs) Angel's pause, and like, what? Is so funny because he's like, what the fuck? And then he still attacks him because Angel wants to fuck Lindsay. Yeah. But um, it is a great scene. Angel has he the, just the way he throws Lindsay around. You're just like, just kiss already. It's um, ridiculous. I thought you were going to breeze right past that because you just were like, Angel grabs him and shakes him around because he wants to fuck him. And then you just kept going. And I didn't <laughs> think you were going to put more of a button on it. But it's true. They... <laughs> have this like such a homoerotic thing and i i think it's because they're friends in real life that it like the actual uh like camaraderie of their relationship kind of like pushes through the narrative but it's imagine i mean just imagine (laughs) oh boy if they had kissed even once I mean, even like under a spell or something, it's like, oh, what's that? Unreal. <laughs> There's got to be Angel and Lindsay fanfic out there. There has to be. There yeah. has to. What's their name? Langel? Yeah. Lingel? That's even worse somehow. Ainsley? <laughs> <laughs> that's not terrible. That's a real name, go. though. Um, Angel returns to Angel Investigations. Oh, yeah. And Lindsay basically is like, you need to turn her. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel returns to Angel Investigations. He's accepted. I love the performances here because you can see that he's accepted that she's dying. Cordy, Cordy and Wes see it in his body language. And I love the hope that Darla, like he actually legitimately gave Darla hope. Mm-hmm. And when she turns and sees his face, that's when she realizes she is, she stands up angry. She's like, yeah. I told you. Like she's mad at him for giving her hope essentially. 100%. Because like, I think it's so beautifully performed by everybody in this thing where it's just like, fuck, this is where we're at. I think we as a society do not give Julie Benz her credit. Yeah. Like kind of at all. Cause she was also amazing on Dexter and where oh, she yeah, had like she a long on arc on Dexter as well. And I mean, I've seen her in so many things and I just think she's always pretty good. And I, Especially as Darla, because she's such a rich and interesting character. Yeah. I just, ugh, I love her so much. She's so great. Um, Yeah. And then Darla sings, which melts my fucking heart. Yeah. 
voice. Ugh. Uh, and Lauren, <laughs> this is where Lauren mentions that Ramon betrayed him and he got rid of him. I'm not sure if he killed him or just yeah. fired him, but <laughs> he says he's off the menu, which is great. Um, what Angel is she is, singing? She's singing some old time song. Yeah. Like. Low ill um, wind. I feel like it's from something is the reason that I ask. Um, and then Lauren says, I do also oh, love that. Ella Fitzgerald. Sorry. <laughs> I I love that Lauren says it'll probably kill you, and he's just like, "All right, tell me what it is." Like, yeah. he's immediately ready to, to go. Uh, and then, which is, I mean, yeah, Angel. I have I have some thoughts about that in the Come next in, during the trial. Um, Darla and Angel at the pool, which is funny. She's like, yeah. "What? What are you? What are we doing?" I'm either come back with a cure, or you're about to see something kind of funny. I was how yeah. I half of me was like I actually do kind of want to see you face plant in the pool that would be hysterical and be like no no it's actually you just walk into that door over there I would have yeah. died that would have been so, the funniest shit I totally agree that would have been hilarious I do also love the way he's acting with her like he's not acting with any sort of animosity and potentially yeah. it's because she's human but I like to I like to try and give him enough credit that it's because they do have this intense history that they have just they just are at a point where when he says uh, Lauren said I had to take the plunge and Darla's like into an empty pool and he's like, sure, because if you had water, you'd get all wet and miss out on the skull crushing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the fact that he would say that to her implies a different type of relationship than yeah. like he has led us to believe they had where it's like you can imagine like them having like a teasing kind of playful relationship at certain points yeah. and i think that adds a lot to who they are as characters in yeah. a way that is very helpful for what we're about to get into and what we're into in this episode and you know yeah. building some backstory and it also juxtaposes all of these france 1765 right. moments where especially where she's like uh well you can stay here and die but i'm taking the only horse and getting the fuck out of here right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of the it's interesting because it, it this is essentially kind of a retconning of darla yeah uh, because uh, not not fully retconning yeah. but like they they got rid of her so fast sure in season one and you weren't of the mind that they had this relationship when he like you understood that they spent a long time together and that it hurt him to have to kill her but he was very unbothered by it relatively sure. to where he is now when yeah, it, it had no it had no right forward like, consequences if this if we had experienced all this and then that fight scene happened where he had to kill her to save yeah. buffy i think that would then you would expect that angel to like have to wrestle with the fact that sure. he killed um and so I, in in that sense i feel like it's a slight retcon just because they were like well julie benz is amazing and we're yeah. doing these flashbacks and let's but then i'm also it that to your point that's conversation that those the little back and forth at the pool i'm like mm -hmm. i kind of want to see that type of stuff in some of the flashbacks because it's always about either running or killing yeah. and i'm like sure they were they were forces to be reckoned with and they killed tons of people and they just wreaked havoc and caused chaos. But there had to have been 
years worth of just them hanging out. Yeah, and just talking, like, like reading the paper and having like, like tea or whatever. Yeah, like they <laughs> they kill somebody and have sex, and it's like, what do you do for the other twenty hours in the day? You're not just killing every second of the day and having sex every second. Like, what else were you doing? There, You're gonna yeah, get there bored. Has to like, be more. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to see some of that. But anyway, Angel goes in. Angel dives in. He's in the cave. Uh, he has to take his clothes off because, of course, um, why not? He's smart enough to ask for a tip. He's like, "Is anybody else ask for help?" And the butler's like, "I guess not. Here's here's some tips." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Fair point. Try try um, it." Yeah, and then he has to fight his way through. Darla's distraught. Angel defeats this monster. Uh, has to walk through the crosses and bury his arm. It's interesting. Don't don't ye- yell at me, people. Oh, I'm I thought not- you were talking just to me. No, not to you, to our audience. I am not in any way saying this is comparable to what Spike went through, but it is comparable to what Spike went through. No, you're right. Um, you're right. It's um, like okay, c- continue. You are you are correct. I'm not yelling at you. I wanted. To, I want to see where you're going. Um, it's interesting that because you know what Spike goes or, and and for anybody who's following along watching for the first time and doesn't know what we're talking about I won't spoil but what Spike will go through that's similar to this is for himself and for someone else spiritually and this is all directly for someone else and I think it's an interesting thing I will say I don't think it's as intense as what Spike goes through because he fights a guy which he does every day and then Mm -hmm. he walks over some crosses and sticks his hand in holy water and then the big one is like willing to sacrifice himself. So, and so yeah. No, right, continue, was, you're, you're almost done. You're almost done. I, I was just going to say the thing that the that I was thinking of all that <clears throat> when it gets to I was thinking of all that as I was watching. I was like, oh, this is, you know, like very comparable to what like what's going on with Spike in that thing. And and it's admirable what he's doing. But then I started to think about he's doing this for Darla. And I was I had I had two conflicting emotions. One part of me was angry because mm-hmm. we came off of uh uh well, we didn't come on we just came off a season ago, but we just came off of listening to <laughs> sure. our episode of I will remember remember you and I was like you were not willing to be a human for Buffy, but you're willing to fucking sacrifice your life for Darla? I yeah. I don't that like that made me livid. And then the other part of me was like super more intrigued and curious how this episode would play much better. And and again, I want to clarify, I love this episode. Yeah, I yeah. love the Darla story. I think this is all great. I think it would be fascinating if this was Drusilla that he was doing this for. Because Ooh. Darla, he didn't, he's not responsible for Darla. Darla's mm-hmm. responsible for him. And I can understand her doing all this because she created Angelus mm-hmm. and she brought him into that world and she did and she could feel that. But he has no responsibility. He didn't bring her back as human. He didn't turn her into a vampire. He didn't make her kill people. Like nothing, like throwing away his life for Darla doesn't make as much sense to me as him throwing away his life to help Drusilla get normalcy because if drusilla they brought back drusilla and she's dying of whatever disease and he's like oh i made you crazy and i did all these horrible things and i sired you and like 
I have a chance to make amends with that, I will throw away everything else because it's all about making right what I did wrong. But with Darla, I'm like, where's the connection? Why do you feel this obligation? Yeah, so I think- Sorry, um, a long, long rant. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. I think those are really interesting points. and I, But I think the issue is that it goes back to the thing that we kind of always say, which is that Angel is never actually made to- um, take responsibility for the things that he's done. So it wouldn't have made any sense, or I guess to the writers, they would have never even considered making him take responsibility for Drusilla because as we've discussed, they believe that Angel and Angelus are two different people. Right. So why should Angel do that? And also it it doesn't lend as much to the like romance aspect of like, and I don't even mean like ro- a romantic love aspect, but there is a romance to him saving Darla, even though he believes she damned him in right. certain ways. Um, in addition to that, however, I do think that these trials are comparable to what we see Spike go through, especially because we don't actually see all of Spike's trials. We only right. see parts of it. Um, and further to that, what makes me livid, and I believe I read this in a fanfic, I could never be able to tell you which one it was or how long ago it was, but I have read like a headcanon at least that this guy and the guy that runs Spike's trials are semi like, they're like related, not not the people themselves, not like this guy and the demon but like the trials are related and that you only get one Mm -hmm. and so because of specifically how this episode and how the trial ends how the episode ends everything like that angel really wasted it yeah like he he really wasted this trial when he could have done so many other things he could have um, fixed his soul. He could have fixed his soul. He could have got rid of the curse completely. Yeah. He could have uh, done it to become human and stronger. And it's just, or like, but like to keep his strengths or whatever. And so it's sort of like I, I almost appreciate more the vagary of how Spike asks for what he asks for, as opposed to Angel coming in hot. I want to save Darla's life because if he had been potentially vaguer about it, there might have still been a loophole. But because he was like, I want to trade my life for hers. Like, that's what I'm doing. Let her live. I'm happy to die for it. And the guy was like, ooh, big bummer. This is already her second shot at life. We can't do anything else. I just like that's what makes me livid as I'm like, you had such a chance to do so many things, but you're so single minded on this one thing that you've been completely manipulated into that you cannot see the forest for the trees and you're playing right into everyone's hand. Yeah, it's so frustrating from like a character perspective. Yeah, you're just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's really, really frustrating. I mean, it's it's funny because it's like watching it. It's all done really well. And I yeah. love oh, yeah. this. I love this story. I love that he's he is willing to sacrifice his life for her. And it was it wasn't really honestly until this time just watching it critically where I was just like, wait a minute, 
but why? Like, yeah. obviously, you want you want to do what's right, and I understand that Angel's always ready to die. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's an easier out for him. He's like, yeah, fucking kill. Like, I think him dying for Darla is easier than him being a human and a side sure. character to Buffy. Well, so I, I think that's the reason yeah. why he would do this for Darla, and he wouldn't be human for. Like, I understand that aspect of it. It's not. It's not good. That's not a good thing. But. Um, yeah, it's because, just it was fascinating where I was just like, Dar- you don't like I don't why Darla I get that you love or you you have whatever because we know you don't love Darla, but like you I have think some he does. Connection. I mean, he loves her. He's just not yeah. like romantically in love with her. Well, because that's he says that to Lindsay in this episode, too, because he's like, oh, you're in love with Darla, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, Lindsay is like, yeah, aren't you or weren't you? And he. He pulls that same shit again where he's like, I I didn't know how to love at the time or some stupid bullshit, which I totally disagree with. And that goes back into all the spike comparisons and stuff. But I completely agree that he can't be a side character and so he can't be human and everything. But in doing these episodes, this is what I can't with the with the Bangel people, because I like. I fully like you got your ship. I'm so happy for you. I cannot imagine you're still listening. So <laughs> I, I'm like so happy for you that you're happy. But yeah. the issue for me with the Buffy and Angel relationship is that at so many different points, the writers contradict themselves completely because if Buffy is the all consuming love of his life and he would do anything to be with her, then why is he wasting his his chance at these trials in order to do this? Why is he willing to sacrifice his entire life for Darla? You know, it's just like he's never done a single thing like this for Buffy. And, right. and the fact that he's willing to do this for Darla, while I think is narratively interesting and deepens his character as well as Darla's, it it just completely contradicts any proof or idea or anything that you can think that he loves Buffy more than he loves Darla. I just more than don't, he loves himself. It does not compute to me. And and that's why I just don't it, it's and there's episodes like this everywhere. Like especially uh the season one or season one of Angel Faith stuff. Like mm-hmm. he he would never put himself on the line like that for Buffy because he never did because he doesn't believe she needs that kind of support. And it's like, just because faith is a murderer doesn't mean that Buffy doesn't also need support for dark feelings that she has. And it's like, he's always, he's always focusing on female characters that are not Buffy in order to help them and serve them. And he's, putting his whole ass on the line for all of these other characters that aren't Buffy. And he refuses to even like let her move on properly because he right. just keeps talking shit about Riley. And then he talks shit about Spike. And so it's just sort of like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And, and the proof that all of these episodes are giving us is that he does not love Buffy the way yeah. that we are supposed to believe he does. Yeah. They're just telling us. Exactly. There, there's no show. It's especially after they're separated, like after they're on their own shows. I think our, I think we have a really unique perspective right now to you and I specifically in yeah. that, like, we just because a lot of my thoughts on this episode came from the fact that our episode for I Will Remember You just came out. So sure. I 
listened to that. I, I watched it, listened to the in detail while I was editing, listened to it, quality check as, as it came out. And so I was listening to that and then watching this. Um, so I just experienced. Sure. Angel saying, I need to be a vampire because I need to protect Buffy and I need mm-hmm. to be a champion for the people. And then I'm watching this episode where he's just like, fucking kill me so Darla can live as a human. And the butler's like, the Darla can barely yeah. take care of herself. Like, she'll die quickly. And he's like, oh, fucking Carol, let's do it. And I was like, oh, what? Because but we again, just did that whole thing. <laughs> the butler also is like, she hasn't been human for 400 years. And before that, as had, as discussed, she was a prostitute. She was not like living. She was living extra legally, you yeah. know. And so it's like he he literally says what happens when she slips up? Like, it's not going to be long before yeah. she ends up making a mistake. And Angel's like, well, it's worth it. That yeah. she, she just has her second chance. I'm like, are you out of your senses? Right. What are you thinking of? It it just doesn't make any sense to me that like, especially on the heels of I will remember you, but you're correct. The one, two punch of I will remember you. And then this episode, us having experienced them, like you said, in such close proximity. I don't know how you can even believe that he ever loved Buffy. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, and it's like, it's funny because it's like, obviously, objectively, we know a year happened in between. But yeah. the show also doesn't do a thing where they're like, okay, he got over Buffy. Right. And that's not really his mission anymore. And he's yeah. moving on. The show still posits as though Angel is always indefinitely in love yeah. with Buffy. And they constantly keep teasing it. And they constantly keep writing as if yeah. that's the thing. So like, I would totally be down for the, well, it's been a year if the story was like leaning into like, okay, well, that was actually a mistake and I will remember you. And he's kind yeah. of moved past his his need for, you know, protecting Buffy and loving Buffy and all that stuff. But they didn't. And that's I think that's why having it so like watching them together, you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs> I also I have a real issue because while I don't believe that Angel ever truly loved Buffy, I do think she truly loved him. And so it is this one way street of just horrible. Like she's just in love with him forever. And yeah. like at least until, you know, the two part finale of Buffy. Right. But it's like it just it's just horrible because there's so much proof the entire series that Buffy has never gotten over Angel. And there is an equal amount of proof on Angel that he does not give a shit about her at all. <laughs> and it's so annoying. Especially in season three, at the beginning of season three, where he's like, I'm fine. And I'm like, yeah, ah! yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh, boy. So anyway, all that aside, I love this episode. I love the trial. I love the plot twist when the butler's like, oh, shit, you got a second chance, and uh, this is it. So live it out. And I I love Angel losing a shit. I love Angel flipping the table, killing the demons, like punching the wall. This... Mm-hmm. is really I just think it's really great watching him actually express his emotions as angry yeah. as he is. Um I also love that cuz then they go back to Darla's hotel room and yeah. I especially love that he he finally offers Maybe it would be different. We don't know. Maybe uh, because you know I have a soul if if I did bite you. No. We don't know what it would do to you. Wait like, though. What? No, go ahead. Say say your thing. But I have 
haven't thought about this. Okay, he finally offers to do it. Oh, I haven't thought about this too. Uh, is it the submarine? Offers- yes, it's the yeah. submarine. <laughs> okay, he offers to change her. And he's like, maybe because I have a soul, it'll be different. And she immediately turns him down. And in my mind, all I could think was, you know, it's going to be different. You've done this already. (laughs) But we don't know that. And so presumably the writers didn't know that either. They probably didn't think about it. Yeah, I know. As he said, it, I was like, bitch, you know what happens. You've seen how this plays out. So infuriating. Uh, but yeah, to to their credit, I, the writers probably that was in season five, so I think yeah. the writers had no clue they were going to do that story. Yeah, but and, my the, point- and the people who haven't watched Angel are like the submarine. What the Sorry. fuck? Um, but to so that was yes to answer your point, I was thinking about the submarine. But the point I was originally trying to yeah. get to is that I love that Darla in that moment then turns him down. She's like, yes. no, you can't. Yeah, like because I think she also is like that's obviously what they want. Yeah, it's, it's interesting it. that they they've crossed because that's what she yeah. originally asked, and he said no, and then he him coming around being like, okay, well maybe I should, and she's like, yeah. no, and I think it was seeing Angel willing to sacrifice his life for her that yeah. she was just like, what what am I doing? Like, why yep. am I playing into this? Um, I love it so much, and I love that he's just like, I'll just spend all this time with you yeah. until you die. I think it's the sweetest thing, and I think. The final moment is one of the greatest entrances in all of Buffyverse. Yeah, okay. Really quick before we get there, because I agree with you and I want to give it what it's due. But um, I also, the fact that you said that it's very sweet, and I agree that it's very sweet that he would want to be with Darla until her last moment and just like spend the time with her because, you know, he loves her and I do think he feels a little guilty or whatever. Um... Then, t- pray tell, why were you so, why was your skin so easy to get under from the mayor when he was talking about Buffy, like, getting old and dying and stuff? Right. And I'm just like, Darla's dying of tertiary syphilis? I think that's probably a pretty gross way to go. You're telling me dying of old age is grosser than tertiary syphilis? Yeah. Get out of my sight. Go away. Furious. You, you are gross. Again, it just, like, goes all into this thing that I'm saying where I'm just like, I don't. I don't believe you. Also, I don't especially believe you this is a side tangent. If for anybody who's read uh, Buffy: The Last Vampire Slayer, which is phenomenal, and everybody is should that read that. Frey? No, oh, no, or the, the new stuff, the, the, new the new comics stuff. that are not canon, but they could okay. technically be canon aside from some mentions of things. It's like just seeing seeing Spike and old Buffy, and I'm like, it's mm. totally fine. Like, yeah. why why are we? And it works so well. Like, it doesn't feel weird or out of place at all. Like, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so the back to the best entrance in all, of all time. Back to the best entrance <laughs> of all time. I get goosebumps because so Lindsay busts in. They tase Angel, which seems to dis. It seems to like knock him out pretty hardcore. Well, more he's so than just, usual. He's just been through a trauma. True. Like oh, a, that's like true. A pretty I serious forgot. trauma. That's right. Yeah, he's I'm like barely standing. Him, I'm willing to give him credit when he deserves it. <laughs> like, no, that's that's. It's funny because as he did, I was just like, they just tased him. Why is he just sitting on the ground? I'm like, right, he can barely stand. Yeah. Like he and just like, walked through crosses and put his arm yeah. through holy water and got beat up by this thing and like he's and you, he's not good. You know that he wasn't trying to like get blood on the way to Darla's hotel or anything. There's right. no way that he yeah, like they just tried to take there. care of him of hundred percent. Yeah. Um and so then they turn and Drusilla walks through that door 
like in a goddamn queen. Yeah. I swear to God, like my, and it's not even like fear. I I like I go into worship mode when Drusilla oh, yeah. walks through that door. It is the most enthralling presence. It's so good, and the way she comes in, it's like I almost want her to bite Darla. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. It's not like I'm like, oh no, she's gonna. I'm like. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking good. I can't. Oh my God. And it's also like you're experiencing that, but then you're also experiencing the pain of Angel having to watch this, which is yeah. also a mental trauma of like this person I drove crazy and turned into a vampire is now turning the person that turned me, who is now mm -hmm. a human, back into like it's oh, fucking yeah, it's trip. Very Ugh. I am my own grandpa yeah, energy. But I do love too, because I always forget that it doesn't just end on Drusilla slow walking into the room that they right. do. The they like everything. duct tape Angel Angel's hands so he can't move and he can't. And they make him watch Drusilla turn Darla. I, it's fantastic. Making him watch is really fucked up too. I was like, damn, Lindsay, you got dark there. <laughs> I love Lindsay. I find him to be so fascinating. <laughs> so fascinating. Especially uh, because he was so like, like, did he call Drusilla? Or was I know, that like, did like, he hey. find her with her chaos demon in South America and like flew her in a private jet up to Los Angeles? Or like, how did this happen? Like, did, did Holland do it? Like, I well, don't know. And it also makes you think like, how, how tapped is everybody like does Wolferman Hart know yeah. everything that's going on with Buffy? Do they know everything that Spike is doing? Did they did they know of, they definitely knew about Spike going to do his thing at the end of season six and then everything happening with him because sure. of what they do yeah, in but season they, five and seven? But they that no keeping tabs on Sunnydale would have nothing to do with Drusilla because we're still weeks away no, from no, Crush. No. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. I just meant more like how. Because right now you're just like, oh, it's this law firm and they do a bunch of evil stuff. But then the fact that they brought Drusilla means they knew where Drusilla was and knew oh, how to bring sure. her. And so I'm like, how much do they know and how much of it is controlled by them? Like, obviously, yeah. none of it bleeds over into Buffy. But I'm like, so maybe in, you know, alt universes or headcanons or whatever, some, you know, some of the stuff that's happening is because of Wolfman Hart. Who knows? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's so interesting. But, uh, yeah, that's the trial. And technically begins this i mean this whole episode, this whole season is this but this is really where shit really, gets, really where it starts the next episode is, really, yeah. is oh. one is of my the, faves oh my god it's is the, the one, one. yeah Ooh, if you are new to angel the next episode is oh <laughs> so it's oh so God. good. I'm so fucking pumped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's this episode. Thank you everyone for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carly. And I am with my other show at So I'm Watching or my personal account at FiddleDD85. As always, do the things and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.